Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. And we're back. Welcome. Man, it's been a minute. We are thrilled to be back. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where season after season, from reliving favorite memories to setting a mood, we share your passion for things. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom. I don't. <laughs> I did the show with Rich last week. You did the show with Rich. There was a clip show. Yeah. Wow. It's been a minute. Yeah. It has been a minute. Rich threatened to restart the season clock <laughs> he because did. He did. it's no been joke. so he many really weeks did. since the two of us were in the same. I mean, I actually, it has caused me to reflect mm. on, I know this sounds like it's about to be also from the about page of Yankee Candle, like our <laughs> intro was, but it has caused me to reflect on, frankly, how amazingly consistent we are right. at being able to pull this show off week after week. Yeah. Yeah, no, no like, joke. We're good. Yeah, and I and and how it leaves a gap in your life. Yeah, I mean it does when you're traveling, and I'm sure you experience in this this in New York too. You kind of don't notice the things you're missing until you get back. Right. Then you get back and you're like, oh wait, I haven't done this thing, that thing, or this I would normally do now. Like, makes it's yeah. uh, it's wild. The only good thing though is that you come back with a pile of things. Yeah, so it's worth it. I had a couple of good ones last week uh, that that I fed to Rich, literally in one case, um, and I have more from my trip. But we have to acknowledge the biggest thing of the weekend. We do. Thank uh, God it's in here. Not just acknowledge it, but I, I want to hear where you were. <laughs> do you remember where you were when you first heard <laughs> that Taylor Swift was in Travis Kelsey's family's box at the Chiefs game? <laughs> a string of tiktoks came through just started showing up yeah i mean this was the tnt that shook the world here's the funny thing i remember where i was i was sitting on the couch that morning yeah uh we were getting ready to go out and meet a friend uh for lunch get some fried chicken and i was on my phone and i saw someone posted about it and there was a little video clip. Here's what I can't tell you, Molly. What platform that was. Oh, yeah. God, no. No. Except I don't I, know I, if it was X or Mastodon or TikTok or Instagram or Threads. I have no idea. No idea. I feel like... So I know I heard about it that night. I wasn't watching, but maybe it was like in the my sports group chat. And I think my son kind of vaguely mentioned it in passing, but it didn't land. Like, and then I sort of had this awareness. And then my friend Christine was like, are you following this? I think I even maybe had some kind of a work meeting that where we brought it up and kind of chatted Uh about it. And I was like, this is adorable or whatever. And then by the time I got off of that meeting, this was the next morning, which was Uh what, Tuesday? um, I had 
30 bertrillion TikTok videos from yeah. my friend Christine about it. And I was like, I'm all in. I'm all in. And I'm sorry. <laughs> if this results in a wedding, and I don't think we should assume it is based on the corpus of work that Taylor has produced, Certainly. which is all about breakups. I'm going to put a fine point on that in case you didn't get it. Um, but if it does result in a wedding, like forget it, royal re- weddings. You had your moment. <laughs> you had your empire. And that is over. This would be the wedding that stopped the world. I mean, he hosted Saturday Night Live, right? He's he's not just a football player. He's a personality. He's an interesting guy. He has a podcast. Uh, And and so, by the way, this is all news to me. Yeah, no, (laughs) I'm totally on the like. I do not mean to be full gender stereotype here, but I'm like, oh really? Because I just knew about him because of Taylor. Like, well, that's the thing. Uh, Eileen was was listening to a TikTok last night. Uh, of this woman saying, "Oh, uh, you've you've won two Super Bowls. Oh, that's really great. Taylor has twelve Grammys. Just like doing <laughs> doing the very supportive of like Travis. You've accomplished a lot. Here's what Taylor has accomplished. Right. Like that's super uh, for you. Yeah, and that's where I'm going with this. Is like this guy is a catch for anyone else, right?" right? For yep. Taylor, I mean, who who is a catch for Taylor? Almost no one in the world. But for Taylor, it's like. Even even she makes even his accomplishments not look not even look small, but just like it's like oh no you're you're de- right. you are definitely dating up if you are dating if they're even dating I don't know maybe it's just a whole thing Taylor likes to do stuff like that who knows I will say does she like I don't know people I've heard a lot of that sort of PR stunt thing and there is this part of me that's like for whom no no right? she like, doesn't, he is he, top five famous QBs or famous football players in the world right now sure she's her like who's benefiting from them pretending to date when i say taylor likes to do things i don't mean taylor likes to do things with an end in mind i mean taylor likes to mess with people especially Uh, the media you know i can i can see it either way i could absolutely see her going like this guy's cool we hung out it's awesome i'm gonna hang out with his family who knows where it's going you know but it's fun while it's here it could totally be just that Mm -hmm. it could also be like hey i met this guy we're just friends but we hatched this plan. Wouldn't it be funny? Right. If, right. Right. Totally. Man, I I mean, not to, again, just like girl all over the place, but like they look adorable together <laughs> when they drove away in that convertible. And right? he's so handsome and he's so super tall. Like I was like, oh, he's hot football player. Like that's I'm feeling. That. And then my trashy Midwest heart grew 10 sizes when I saw them in that muscle car convertible driving off together. (laughs) Like I was just like, please let this be a real thing. Right. And he doesn't, he doesn't play for a big market team plays for the chiefs. I mean, who are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not not talking them down or anything, but you know, this isn't a New York story. This is, this is a Kansas city story. It's like really on brand for her, which I guess could be a check in the, like might not be real department, but Mm -hmm. I am just Mm -hmm. loving every minute. But also it is, it's, it's just amazing to watch the ripple effects, the like nuclear fallout from this, from like all the men who are irritated because there's a an impression, you know, there's a suggestion that he like wasn't that famous until she showed up at the game. And it's, you know, he's so free. I'm like, yeah, sure. But his jerseys went, his jersey sales did go up 400%. So like clearly he had oh, some yeah. room to grow. No, absolutely. It's yeah. some, you know, it's a market room to grow into. And then like I, somehow MAGA is mad at her. 
And I'm like, she's dating a football player. Like, up is down. <laughs> you know, well, I don't even understand. What What do you oh, want anymore? Also, I just, everything about it is incredible. He's a tight end. He's not yeah. even a wide receiver. <laughs> don't sleep on tight ends. No, no. You I've, been, no, I've had this conversation with my son because he's in his first fantasy football league this year. And I was like, don't you sleep on your tight end. That You think your wide receiver is going to be where all your points come from, but your tight end and your defense. I mean, that's yeah. what you want to do. Well, but but you would think if you were to <laughs> but guess, also, Taylor think you would Swift go for like a QB, right? Exactly, QB one only. Yeah, right. No, right. Yeah. He's not Tom Brady. No, no, no. Taylor oh, and Travis. I love it. This is one of those celebrity couples, uh, which uh, right up there with Jenny from Blackpink and V from BTS, where I'm like, I don't care if it's true. I just all I will choose to believe because it's just love so it. much fun. Yeah, I want it to be true. Yeah, and if it's not, then I don't know. Then I believe in nothing. <laughs> I will continue to believe long <laughs> after it's been proven false. Exactly. Me too. Um, I, God, I was about to go down a pop culture rabbit hole, but I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. I'm Rich, still never. Rich I'm is, just saying. Rich is saying in Discord, if we ship it, it they will. Come. <laughs> then it exactly. I ship this all the way. I've never believed in Sean Mendez and uh selena gomez i think mm, mm-hmm. i'd like never and believe that that was real for a second and everybody's like what why wouldn't it be and then nobody thinks this travis taylor thing is real i'm like come on okay camilla cabello camilla cabello camilla cabello thank you um okay i'm focused my my next thing is a story of a thing that uh where too much attention this could happen with taylor and travis in fact too much attention can indeed be a bad thing but it mm. will make you a thing and that is my lead up to announcing that Trader Joe's is a thing. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. Please explain. <laughs> Trader Joe's, much like Travis Kelsey, is already pretty famous. Yeah, yeah. Very thingy. <laughs> and it doesn't seem that it would be, it seems like it would be, have matured. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's a growth stock, right? Sure. There's not going to be a big pop. No. Somehow... Trader Joe's and like BuzzFeed have created an unholy alliance of attention getting on these kind of niche uh, novelty products for which Trader Joe's has always been always, known. Yeah. Like you always knew you could go there and you could get the pumpkin bread mix only in the fall season. Right. And then you might hoard it until next year if you were me. Now you go to Trader Joe's and there's a wall of specialty novelty pumpkin items, (laughs) all of which have been written up in BuzzFeed Tasty, like dutifully. So I'm not sure which of these two things is feeding the other, but I think that Trader Joe's high on the success of these novelty products has now gone all in on just like. So many, so many that frankly, I think Trader Joe's should be like classified as a deadly weapon right now, but every <laughs> one of them is its own little viral pop. And so you just cannot get away from media about, and it's not just BuzzFeed, but it's a lot of BuzzFeed tasty, but it's like, you know, so mm-hmm. BuzzFeed will have a, the best new Trader Joe's uh, products I've come across lately. And yes, there were many because there are too many. And then there will be like a bunch of TikToks about the the Trader Joe's specialty products that just dropped. And it's like quarterly releases. I mean, it's becoming its own little like Apple event situation. They have retinal night serum from Trader Joe's. Yeah. 
They wow. have it all. Yeah. The Thai banana fritters, the mm-hmm. cacio e pepe gnocchi, gnocchi, which I'm totally buying, the truffle aioli, the Florentine lasagna, because they're always like releasing new products. And then those new products uh, generate a press cycle that gets, you know, they, that ads are run on. But it's like really, truly created this scenario where it's a thing. And I am in more than one group chat where somebody will be like, I got the new blah, blah, blah from Trader Joe's. And I'm like, <laughs> like you it's a stand in line and get the iPhone kind of feel to that, yeah. right? There's yeah. been a Kachui Pepe gnocchi drop. <laughs> go, go, go. Run, run, run. <laughs> this anyway. is crazy. I have noticed because we strategically visit Trader Joe's at times that we feel uh, that we won't get crushed by everyone else in Trader Joe's. We mm-hmm. go to a particular Trader Joe's that has better parking. Uh, so we don't go there all, all the time. But recently, uh, Eileen has noticed uh, because she usually goes there to, when she gets her nails done. She's like, I'll pop into Trader Joe's that not only is there the usual like pumpkin spice avalanche, but also all these new things. And so this is great because I had no idea that there was an explanation. I thought, oh, I guess we just don't go that often and they, they've they changed all their stock. No, no, no. It's an ongoing no. situation. That's it's like that's good to know. It's like their thing. And I, I their thing now is to have a constant avalanche of new things that then go viral. And then that keeps people coming to Trader Joe's. Yeah. And, which is interesting because I wouldn't have thought that Trader Joe's was in danger but it seems like this is just their way to like this is the their 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 juice they refuse to deliver let anyone deliver their groceries maybe that's what it is oh my god tom yeah i think you have actually totally nailed it i bet that's exactly what it is like they because they refuse to deliver have to come up with reasons to make people go to the store Mm -hmm. and the only way to do that is novelty in store drops every like two weeks yeah the timu of groceries Whoa! You know, you totally figured it out. <laughs> That's why this is happening. Have you tried any of this stuff? Because I'm seeing no, stuff on this BuzzFeed article you linked to, where I'm like, "Oh yeah, we had that." Uh, I think I've only no because well, I don't. Okay, ugh, God, I can't even stand myself right now. I don't go to Trader Joe's very often because I cannot deal with the amount of plastic that is everything package at trader joe's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's really as a person who cares about the climate it's kind of hard for me also i mostly get my groceries delivered there you go so right there you go but they but still have I, your attention despite they those, still have you wouldn't yeah. even think twice about them otherwise no and the other day i did go there and i was like what in the holy biscuits is happening i mean i cannot even tell you the the pyramid of pumpkin things and what happened is that it worked. I bought apple cider donuts mm-hmm. and spiced apple cider itself to go with it. And then I bought the pumpkin frosting covered JoJo's because I do love JoJo season. And then I bought some other damn pumpkin thing. And I was like, God <laughs> damn it, Trader Joe's. We uh, not a healthy place to be. We had their um, japchae yesterday for lunch. Really? Had no Amazing. idea they made japchae. Probably won't they now, soon. They but- now have Trader Joe's branded uh, gochujang. Sauce. Yep. Yep. So, more proof, by the way, that Korean food is the a tteokbokki. Thing. The tteokbokki. <laughs> and no, tried that. <laughs> Good. The the the, uh, the chapchae wasn't bad though, and the pork okay. belly. They have pork belly there. Really good. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm told they have a really good, uh, like, marinated tofu. Actually, pre-seasoned oh, tofu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to check it out. Beefless bulgogi. What? I'll try it. 
I'll try anything. I'll try it. Yeah. You, well, you luckily there's a list of at least 57 different things on here that you can try that are all new. If you get there before they're gone. So I want to bring a thing from my trip that I saw on TV, but I pretty sure I heard somebody say it in real life there. And yet outside of Seoul, South Korea, I can't find evidence that anybody else is using it. Maybe in Japan, okay. but this is a, I wonder if this will jump the ocean or not kind of thing, but it's definitely a thing in Korea. It's called putting someone in a compliment prison. Okay. So the idea is, uh, the idea behind it is someone's like, what do you think of this? And everyone just hits them with like, oh, it's great. I love it. And like, no, 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 but I, I want I want improving feedback. And you're like, nope, <laughs> just going to say nice things about it. <laughs> but it's a trap. It's it's not malicious. Kind of. It's more. Mm-hmm. Here's where I see it most is it's some kind of reality show where people are like cooking or hanging out or, or you know, one of those kinds of shows. And someone asks for feedback and they're just like, no, your cookies are the best in the world. I can't, you know, it's like, no, but but I want to improve them. And it's like, and then the subtitle will be, she's in compliment prison or something like that. It's a compliment prison is just more, usually a lot of times more than one person, all just like saying nice things about you. Not to be mean, but just mm-hmm. like relentlessly. Fascinating. I kind of want to start using it. I feel like I know the feeling. Of the compliment present where it's sort of like, because you don't, there isn't anywhere for you to go. Yeah. Conversationally. Right. At that point. Yeah. You yeah, can't, yeah. you don't, you're not going to sit there and be like, yeah, that's true. I am pretty awesome. Right. You, and there, and you, yeah. but you can't change the subject because then you're being like falsely modest, but it's just a bizarre. If you're feeling trap. like, okay, that's really nice, but that's a lot. You're in a mm-hmm. compliment prison. <laughs> oh, that's so good. But so you're saying we don't know. We have no, uh, stateside verification yeah no 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 outside uh outside verification so i'm throwing it out to the thing doctors out there uh if you have seen this elsewhere uh let us know feedback at it's a thing dot me i love it i love it all right well my next thing uh starts as an ur thing but has spawned a thing that i think is taking on its own life okay so the the uber thing here is TikTok shop. Mm, Previously, mm-hmm. there was just TikTok as right. a way to make things go viral. Now, there is TikTok shop where things go viral by virtue of being weird stuff sold on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Most of which is like creepy food, not FDA approved. <laughs> like I'll right. 100% cop to the fact that my kid has two times ordered the like freeze dried Skittles. Which just come in a screw top jar from I don't know where. Uh huh. And they're a science project food thing <laughs> that you eat. And we ate them because I'm a terrible mom. But. And you're fine. It's fine. We're fine. We, you know, I mean, nothing. Also, they're kind of amazing. I loved it. Really? It was, yeah, that's good yeah it's like really fun. It's like that's a, a thing crispy, on its own right there. Yeah. It's like a crunchy, powdery, blown up Skittle. Okay, but the thing that became a thing on TikTok shop that is now an even bigger thing is these chamoy candies. And as a result, chamoy is ah. a thing. Chamoy is totally back. There are like multiple 
different things that include uh, and are made out of or with chamoy. And chamoy, if you're not familiar, is the it's sort of of Mexican origin, but it's actually very like Asian inspired flavors. It's sort of this sweet and spicy sauce that um, is an integral ingredient. And most people are familiar with it. If you've ever had a michelada, it's the stuff in the rim. And chamoy rim dip is actually seeing a little bit of a resurgence. And I think it's because chamoy has become a thing on TikTok. And what the big thing that people are doing is these chili gusher candies where they take it, it again, like according to sophiaspicytreats.com, it's been a long standing, like fun thing in Mexican lunchboxes. Like kids are aware of it, but it's little gummy candies coated in chamoy with lime salt and tagine sauce and my child is always making these and it's disgusting because i have these <laughs> sticky little bowls and they're like so i have a fridge full of chamoy because everybody's making these little chamoy candies and then the the rim dips i've seen actually like showing up in recipes and then also of course they're doing disgusting stuff like putting it on pickles which ugh, stop already but chamoy it's just it's like it's bursting out like a gummy full of flavor taking its own center stage. It's it's freeing itself from the confines, I predict, yeah. of TikTok shop. So this is an extension kind of, of the the tahin trend. Kind of, uh, yeah. Which if you're in the Southwest, you're probably familiar with uh, people selling roadside fruit and then they put the chili powder, the tahin powder on it. Uh, with chamoy. And, and chamoy, chamoy is made from the, the tahin powder, right? Have I got that right? Nope, it's additional. The powder is usually additional. You can, yeah, if you make your own chamoy, then I think you do use that powder and some other stuff. Yeah, I guess you don't have to use tahini, but you're using the, a chili powder to make A chili chamoy. powder, okay, yeah, yeah, I exactly. Okay, and good. then most of the time, at least here, the fruit cups are drizzled with chamoy and then sprinkled mm-hmm. with tahini mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or tagine, which weirdly is, I hear it called that, even though that's tajin. not how you say okay. it. Yeah, good to know. Anyway, tahini, yeah, chamoy. The rim dips. I may actually made a rim dip the other day because my son had filled our house with all these little freaking gummy candies, and I looked up a recipe for how <laughs> so to make what a rim else dip. Do? And I dipped a, a um, glass in it with Mexico, and it was delicious. Mm. So yeah, keep your eyes peeled. I'm sure it's only a matter of time before Trader Joe's chamoy, chamoy. shows up yeah. on the shelves. Yeah, if they're doing gochujang, my gosh, how long before <laughs> they do chamoy? It's oh, coming. Oh, this just in. They, there's chamoy sauce on the shelf oh. right now at Trader Joe's. What do you know? It's Between us the bringing up this topic and now <laughs> they've stocked it. <laughs> it's right next to the Trader Joe's elote. Yeah. <laughs> you know that exists. You know it does. Well, uh, folks, it's been a minute since we we added a new segment uh, to the show. Molly and I are very excited uh, to to bring you a brand new segment that we like to call Buzz Out Loud. This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. This is because the U.S. Federal Communications Commission Chair Jessica Rosenworcel announced plans Tuesday to propose reclassifying broadband internet providers as telecommunications providers, a.k.a. Title II. For those keeping track, FCC Chair Tom Wheeler under President Obama classified internet providers as telecoms, placing them under open internet guidelines, commonly called net neutrality. Then FCC Chair Ajit Pai 
reclassified them to be not Title II. Uh, all of this dates back to net neutrality movements covered by Molly and I during the days in which we regularly did a show called Buzz Out Loud. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, friends. In case you're not familiar with Buzz Out Loud, that is how Tom and I met. It is our legacy together. Many uh, of our most diehard and truest fans come to us from those days. And we genuinely could not resist taking the opportunity to, oh, my God, not talk about net neutrality anymore. <laughs> like, even I am bored. But I said, Tom, this story this morning. I was like, you, you've got to be, as Sir Ray T.W. says, I'm in net neutrality prison. <laughs> Like, I mean, net neutrality is the song that doesn't end. We started talking about this in like 2005. Yeah. It was Ed, Ed Whitaker from the what SEC Global or something or Southwest Global. I don't SBC, even know. SBC, SBC Global. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, wait a second. So you're telling me hmm? that I get traffic from you, Google, and then I deliver that traffic to you, Tom, but I only get paid one time? I want to get paid two times. Maybe three if I can figure out Maybe third party. Maybe three if I can figure out how to get paid three times. Literally, you guys, I am describing the birth of the net neutrality debate, and it goes on to this day. And you know who has never dealt with it in this entire time? Congress. Anybody. <laughs> and, but here we are again talking about yet oh another FCC. Gosh. Now you know what this means? I have to interview Jessica Rosenworcel about freaking net neutrality because I've talked to all those other people. It's been eighteen years that we've been covering this topic. Holy <laughs> This topic can drive. It's going to college. <laughs> it can vote. It can vote. It can vote for or against itself if we ever put it up to like a vote. Give it a couple of years. It'll have a drink because it'll need one. It's gonna need the initial vote on the proposal will be scheduled for October nineteenth. Mm, mm. And there you have it. BOL is back. Yeah. Uh, I'm waiting for that Sony rootkit announcement. <laughs> <laughs> DRM this, Sony. Wait, wait, before we move off of this, though, let's let's check in real quickly. Uh, my feelings on net neutrality these days are that uh, we need a new law. We can't we can't just ping pong like, oh, I think it should be Title II and my president's in office, so I'm going to switch it. Oh, it's four years later, and now I'm going to switch it again. Like the fact that we have Title II and Title I, the reason we have communications and, and telecommunications differences is because there was telephone systems created and there was a law passed in the 30s and then there were cable television systems and there was a law passed in the 90s. We created the Internet since then. We didn't pass any law about that one. So that's what I well, that's what I meant when I said in all of these intervening years, Congress, the only body that has ever been empowered to set a standard that would survive presidents mm -hmm. has done Bapisky, Bapinski, less than Bupkis, <laughs> whatever, like they've done anti-Bupkis about it. That's frankly, the opposite like, I don't of even care anymore. That's what they did. That's what they did. I don't even care. I like, honestly, like, I wish I cared, but I was literally thinking the other day about how on, how net neutrality on mobile was just lost. Like that battle was lost. Yeah. And now people are like, I actually love it. I love it that if I sign up for T-Mobile, I get free messaging on Delta flights. Like that's super. That's what I wanted all along. Like, you know what? There's a lot of this stuff that we just lost. 
<laughs> and I like can't get too worked up about it anymore. Well, and I think part I mean, of the reason we, I can't we, get too worked like up. Like you hand the entire American economy over to a series of monopolies and you really want us to like think that net neutrality is going to work? Come on. And it also it hasn't, it hasn't been a apocalyptic either, right? No. So they – I, I wonder if the specter of this is what keeps the companies in line because there, it could be a lot worse. There could be a lot more abuses. There could be more Ed Whitakers out there picking more fights. The, the worst that, that I can think that we saw was Comcast trying to get Netflix to pay uh, to, for peering arrangements. Yeah. So thank right. goodness for small mercies. I I mean, I guess you're right. There is enough of a framework. There's enough of a kind of general framework and uncertainty that like they're not going to go whole hog and be like, sorry, YouTube can't come through the Comcast pipes because we have cable TV. I mean, that's what we thought. That is genuinely what we thought might happen. Right. Is that that because Comcast offers cable TV and also Internet access that they would be like, sorry, you can't have YouTube. Mm hmm. Unless that you pay the, for this extra the, tier or something. Yeah, exactly. Like that was the worst fear about a lack of net neutrality. And that largely has not come to pass that we know of. I mean, it's no way to run an industry. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Congress. 18 years. All right. We need a, we need years. some thing chasers. Let's check we the need- email box. Feedback <laughs> at it's a thing dot me. That Charlie dude needs a thing check. You ready? Yep. Hey, thingers. I know this is not a new expression, but lately I've been hearing or seeing the juice is worth the squeeze or a variation of it. So I may need a thing check on this. Thanks, y'all rock. So that's kind of funny because I I have I'm familiar with this phrase, but I also feel like I've heard it a few times. I think Charlie's on to something because I I think think I have too. Yeah weird was it like on a tv show like why did it all of a sudden pop up i I, love it when there's sort of a weird like this is a poor choice of words but like pandemic-y thing like this where it's (laughs) kind of like where it pops up in different areas and you don't know why and because yeah i have too yeah Ah, rich points out the almost certainly correct supposition that it was probably mentioned on suits (laughs) (laughs) that's the principle that if you don't understand where it came from it probably came from suits that's amazing yeah um alan helped us out with some phraseology as you so often do dear tom molly and rich in episode 284 around 29 minutes tom and rich read an email from matt about gen z using punching up rather than married up to refer to someone who has a partner that is better than you might expect for them and referred to this as punching up. I don't know if there's a regional vari- variation in this, but in my experience in the UK, the up would not be used in this context. I think I first heard this term over a decade ago as an abbreviation of punching above their weight, i.e. partnered with someone out of their league, but with reference to boxing, obviously, rather than team sports. Urban Dictionary records this use from 2006, and Collins Online refers to this phrase as their fourth definition in their in British English section for punch as a verb. So like you would just say punching instead of punching above their weight. You just say punching. instead of punching or, hmm. but instead of punching up even, mm-hmm. huh? Anyway, he said, if this is where the word spread from, then I definitely wouldn't use it to pin someone as younger than us millennials. Tom saying he feels he has punched up in his relationship. Sounds a little more than weird for me as over here. A punch up is another phrase for fisticuffs. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, we say punch up all, especially in the editorial world. Like punch, punch up, up is like copy. very common. Yeah, yeah, that's a good punch up. Um, Margaret also helped us with similar etymological thought, saying maybe a case of the telephone game where folks are saying punching up, which I agree feels a little violent. <laughs> uh, so this this is something Rich and I didn't think of is the punching above your weight source. If it was just punching and it was short for punching above your weight, totally makes sense to me. And so I think we need both pieces. We needed Alan to remind us of punching above your weight and then Margaret to be like, and maybe it just kind of slowly evolved from punching above your weight to punching to punching up and not directly punching up. Right. Could be. Phew. Whew. All I know is that having not been here and not all the way caught up on those last episodes, I was seeing these emails come into the feedback box and being like, what happened? Yeah. Why so much violence? Show? <laughs> Why were they talking about punching in marriages? That's not cool. Not okay. <laughs> um, similarly, I don't know if I have a lot of help on this one. Sandra from Kirkland wrote in asking for some help. My dear high thing priests, please demystify shoddy and apple bottom jeans. My friend's teenager introduced her to this video, and I thought, oh, that's so cute and so clever. Looks like some kids made a satire video of documenting a night out, and then YouTube suggested another one, which sent us down an apple bottomed rabbit hole. And she writes, why? What? Where, who, and again, why? <laughs> Please send help. This, of course, the at least I know, I do know the origin of this being the Florida song mm-hmm. with the apple bottom jeans, jeans, and the boots, boots. That's all I got. Probably with the suits. Fur, the boots with the fur. They play the it on club suits. Looking at her, low, 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 low. That's the song. That's all we know. That's all we know. If anyone can help Sandra, who's in the epicenter of things, Kirkland, please Kirkland. let us know. Help us out. But I'm pretty sure it's just from that Flo Rida song, low. And yeah, and sometimes but that's all it is. is somebody rediscovers either. an old song, starts making Oops. TikToks, and Jeez. the rest is history. But yeah, I'm, I'm here for your trashy club music. That's for sure. Indeed. I am also here for our favorite part of the week, the shout outs. Thank you so much to those of you who support the show at any level. Patreon.com slash it's a thing. We are so grateful for your support, especially those of you who support us at the shout out level so that we can give you a custom crafted by name shout out, in which your name is carefully woven into the most unexpected context you could ever imagine. And this week, our shout outs, <laughs> my little heart are based on the John Keats poem, To Autumn. This isn't the Autumn Wind is a Raider one, is it? I don't know. Hmm. I'm not as classy as you and Rich. Oh, I only know <laughs> that from the Oakland Raiders <laughs> NFL films from the 70s. Right. <laughs> I don't think it is. But you you all should know, of course, that it was recently the Autumn Equinox. So we're fully in mm-hmm. autumn. I will begin. Season of Morris Jones and mellow fruitfulness, close bosom friend of the maturing Joe Hood, conspiring with Eric Duncan how to load and bless with fruit the vines that round the thatch eaves run, to bend with Kevin Sill the mossed college, cottage trees, and fill all Mike Aikens with ripeness to the core, to swell the gourd and plump the hazel James C. Smith with a sweet Gabrielle Cohen, to set budding more and still more. Later, Lara Abel for the bees, until they think warm days will never cease, for Valor Trucks has o'erbrimmed their clammy cells. Who hath not seen thee oft amid thy store? 
Sometimes Lee Price seeks abroad, may find Benjamin Forrest sitting careless on a granary floor, thy hair soft-lifted by the winnowing Louis St. Amour, or on a half-reaped furrow sound asleep, drowsed with the fume of Jake Woods, while thy hook spares the next swath and all its twined A.J. Venturella. And sometimes, like a gleaner, thou dost keep steady thy laden head across a brook, or by a cider press with patient look, thou watchest the last oozings of Audrey Stoll Adler's spot. <laughs> I mean, I have the feels. Even with our patrons' wonderful names replacing like, words, kind of still, still punches. That, that is that is lovely. It, it does punch, but not in like a violent way, in like a lovey way. I need a pumpkin spice something now. Wow, me too. Hey, I got a story you can go to. <laughs> Trader Punks. <laughs> and call back. Uh, Thank you I for just... listening to It's a Thing slash Buzz Out Loud, the mashup. <laughs> you can become a member of It's a Thing and get access to cool stuff like our Discord and an ad-free RSS feed and more at patreon.com slash it's a thing. You can also support the show by buying things through our affiliate links. Look for them in the show notes at our shopping page. It's a thing.me slash shop and email us your things. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Yay! Just be a rhythm of the beat of life. A little speed and take my high. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.